welcome to the Tabletop Games Blog Topic Discussion. The Game Before the Game Everyone in our hobby loves playing board games. That's by definition, of course. Additionally, there are a lot of board game adjacent hobbies that many of us enjoy, such as miniature painting, card collecting or trading, finding wonderful and unusual dice and so much more. However, I think there's something else that many of us really enjoy doing, and that has to do with the game before the game, but let me explain. There are things most of us in the board game hobby do every time we get a new game. We don't tend to really think about these things, but we often talk about them. It has all to do with preparation. After all, a brand new game is never immediately ready to play. At the very least, you have to learn the rules, but that's not what I'm talking about. So let's go over this one step at a time. You have just received a new board game. It's carefully packaged in a sturdy cardboard box, so you simply take a pair of scissors or other sharp implement and run it along the tape. If it was correctly wrapped, you will see some sort of cushioning material to protect the game box. I don't know about you, but opening a parcel is always an exciting moment. I never really consciously think about it, but the smell of the packaging is definitely exhilarating. What's more, the decision of how to open the packet is actually already a mini-game. Maybe it's trivial, but I do think that the process of unwrapping our delivery appeals to the board game and us. Of course, once we've been able to extract the game box, the next decision is even more important. How to remove the shrink wrap in the right way has been discussed far and wide in the hobby. Some people swear by a carefully placed scalpel, while others prefer the fingernail method. There's also the option to find a corner and carefully, but forcefully, pull at the seam. Sometimes it just depends on the type of shrink wrap. So here's another job that challenges the game on us, at least in a small way. Once you have the box open, it's time to punch out the cardboard tokens. It's a process that can be turned into a game. Some of us just do it as quickly as possible, but others take it slow to make sure the chits come away cleanly without any tears. Getting to the tokens in the middle of the punch board is also often a challenge that we all relish. The size of your hand and the length of your fingers is very important here. Once everything has been punched out, it's time to sort all of the components appropriately and bag them up. I often prepare all the necessary tokens and other components that each player needs at the beginning of the game, except maybe starting resources. Meeples, player discs and other items are usually each kept in separate bags. That means they all have to be tipped out and reassembled into separate bags for each player. Again, there are different strategies to handle this. You could do it one player colour at a time, or you could just separate them all out in one go. Just take batches of components that are the same colour and put them in the relevant bag. Of course, over time you will have collected a wide variety of plastic bags, so you probably choose the right size for each type of resource or other collection of tokens. You don't want to have bags that are too big and waste space in the box. You also don't want bags to be too small, otherwise it won't be easy to put everything away after you've played the game. Maybe you have bought an insert to store everything neatly and that helps with setup, 
so now you start the game of assembling the insert. That's another one of those jobs that appeal to many of us. Up to this point, you've not even played the game yet. It's all been a sequence of games before the actual game, or at least all of these activities will have stirred up that part of our brains that has to do with problem solving, puzzles, or playing games. There is more though. There's another game that happens before we even receive the parcel. It's our enjoyment of backing a game on a crowdfunding platform. We get swept away in the excitement, we see a theme or setting that really appeals to us, or we spot a mechanism that we've not come across, or one that we absolutely love. So we sign up for the newsletter or click the Remind Me button on the crowdfunding campaign page. We anxiously await for the campaign to launch. Then we sit there refreshing the page, so it can be the first person to back this game that we are so excited about. Or maybe that's just me who loves being backer number one. While the campaign is live, we read every update and hope that the next stretch goal will be unlocked, so we can get the metal coins we so very much wanted. Even when the campaign is over and the money has been collected, we follow along. We want to know when the game will be ready. We bet on shipping costs not shooting up too much and that the project will be printed and assembled before the next week-long public holiday in whatever country the manufacturer is based. It's all very exciting, and even though it's not a game as such, it's all part of getting a new game. I think many of us love the expectation and feeling like we're involved in making the new game become a reality. It's giving us the sense that we're part of a community. Eventually it'll be time for you to learn the rules and invite your friends around to play your new game. You have to set it all up in a way that fits well onto your table and gives everyone enough room for the cards, tokens and everything else. You then have to find the best way of teaching the game to your friends. Once everyone's happy, you do finally get to play. But up to now, you've already had so much fun that added to the enjoyment of the gameplay itself. At least. I think that a lot of the things we do before we actually get to play a game appeal to many of us and are part of the fun of the hobby. Of course, that's just me. I want to know what you think. Do you enjoy receiving a new board game in the post? What about opening the parcel? Do you love removing the cellophane? Is it fun to punch out all the tokens and put them in plastic bags? As always, Please let me know what you enjoy about the things that lead up to you finally playing the game. Leave your thoughts and experiences on the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog topic discussion podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me, and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening, and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Magic Champion, John Risley. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan, and Robin Kay. Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Vukasin Nizovic, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson, 
and Tim Vernick.